103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you here this evening. As you said, it's delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Derrick's Incorporated, Tom Civic City Buick, George's Pharmacy Medical and Floral, Bearden Alco, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Our first guest is Gary Marmon, Alberta Academy Boys Basketball Coach. Coach, you lost another one to COVID-19, evidently, this week. Yeah, that's correct. We lost our game to uh, Seton Catholic was... Um postponed or canceled depends on if we're able to make it up or not but uh, so we lost that game on friday night and uh soldiered on uh on saturday and uh evidently from the looks of the score it was a tough ball game but tell us about it and how the uh uh you thought the twisters did well it was a great improvement from game one to game two and and i think that typically uh that's uh something that happens a lot uh, the, the biggest amount of improvement oftentimes you see is between the first game and second game. Uh, game one, we played a really good Edinburgh team that's 5-0 and now, and they had three games under their belt. Um, so they were really ready for us, and uh, it was a, you didn't play particularly well that very first week. But then coming back to you know, play East Central, who's got a really nice team, a really good, talented, big team, and uh, played a really good game, a uh, lot of improvement. They beat us by 10, 50 to 40, but um, we defended much better, and it takes a lot to defend the East Central inside power game. It's a, a very formidable couple guys they got inside there, and uh, I thought we did a really good job and had a chance to win in the fourth quarter. Coach, tell us who played well for you. Well, Andrew Osterling had a tremendous game. He had 20 points for us, had uh, four threes, and just had a wonderful floor game. Uh, Pross Mormon also played very well. Our, uh, so our two guards, uh, now through two games, uh, our team has a grand total of 15 turnovers. We, we have yet to get into double figures and turnovers in either game. We had nine in game one and we only had six against East Central. So our guards really handled the ball extremely well and gave us a chance to win that game. Um, Charlie Shebler had three off the bench, as did Abe Streeter, who coming back from an ankle injury, and I thought Abe gave us some good minutes. Nick Hoff had two points uh, off the bench for us. Um, uh, Will Freeland had seven. And uh, Dylan Stewart still really having a great start to the year. He had two points, but uh, did as well as you could against a very experienced and talented big guy in uh, Collinsworth, the big 6'7", 300-pounder for East Central. And Dylan uh, is a big guy himself. He's a uh, 6'5 and about 250, but you're still giving away 50 pounds to that big guy. And Dylan hasn't played basketball as much as uh, a lot of these guys, certainly not as much as Collinsworth. And I thought he did a laudable job in terms of banging this guy and making life as difficult as you can for a guy that size and that nimble. Coach, you got uh, a big uh, week coming up again. And, uh, several things coming up before Christmas. I know you play Rising Sun, hopefully, and Indianapolis Chittard and Franklin County. Tell us about those ball games and uh, 
what it, what it will take for the Twisters to win them. Right. Well, we have Rising Sun coming up on Saturday at home, and that game is also our senior night. A big thing that we've got to change is in the East Central game, uh, from the field, we won the basketball game, but at the free throw line, we lost it. We uh, were three of five, and we were a really good free throw shooting team, Coach. We we were seven of eight against Edinburgh and three of five against East Central, but that's just not nearly enough trips to the free throw line. Uh, East Central was 21 of 26, so their trips to the free throw line uh, negated the things that we were doing out in the floor game. And so we've got to turn that around. We've got to take advantage of the fact that we've been a really good free throw shooting team over the past several years, and we've got to get to the free throw line more often uh, in these upcoming three games. And I, I know that uh, Rising Sun has uh, struggled a little bit, but uh, I know talking to some of the ORVC coaches, they're a very pesky ball team when you play them. Yeah, well, they're one and one. They, they, uh, they lost the game to covid uh, they lost to South Dearborn and defeated Switzerland County, and they are a pesky team. Um, I watched the South Dearborn game, and they were in the game for a long time. South Dearborn pulled away uh, later in the ball game, and uh, uh, they defeated um, Switzerland County like 48 or 49 to 41. So uh, they're a team that defends very well, and um, you know it's uh, it'll be a challenge for us. It's a sectional opponent. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to an opportunity to, to win a game here on senior night. So we're, we're very excited. And then, as you said, we have two very tough teams waiting for us after that. Chittard, really, really tough physical team. And we have to go to Indy to play them. Uh, Chittard at, at a whole different level of kind of blue-collar toughness. Um, I always kind of equate Chittard with Elder out of Cincinnati. Kind of inner city, uh, Catholic schools that are blue collar guys, really tough, uh, got incredible athletic tradition, both in basketball, baseball, obviously in football. Uh, so they're quite a, they're quite a handful. And I noticed they're coming down to play in Batesville's tournament. So, uh, and they've played in the South Ripley tournament in the past. Really salt of the earth, nice people, but, uh, tough, hard nosed basketball players. And then Franklin County, uh, had, has played a really young team the last couple of years, so those guys are coming of age. And I saw that the score against South Ripley was 66-63, and anybody that can hang in there with South Ripley has got to be good. And I know Franklin County's uh, one of their kids is just a sophomore, but the older boy is uh, quite a talented young man, and then I think they got a Cox kid that's also very good for him. Right. Yeah, they have several guys that are very skilled, and and uh, we're going to have to contain those guys. And God willing, all those games come off. You know, that's um, one of the other things about all this. Our our girls team is quarantined for a little while, so you just it just seems like any time the uh, phone rings, you wonder what the call is. Uh, I had to uh, call uh, Coach Black, Tom Black, the principal at East Central, about something on. Um, Friday. They had a game against James County on Friday. And, boy, he picked the phone up right away, and I know I said, wow, <laughs> as quick as you picked that up, I'm sure what you were thinking when you saw the caller ID, who it was, uh, you know, that you thought I was calling to tell you we couldn't come tomorrow. And he said, yeah, that's what I was assuming. And uh, said, no, it was about something else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, to be an administrator right now, it's just never-ending. Every night, I'm sure you're going to – 
you know, going through every contingency plan for various different kids that are on quarantine, athletic issues to deal with. Um, it's just been a, a very, very difficult stretch of time, but I do think that the area has done extremely well in coping with it as best we can. How'd your reserves do against East Central? They played very well. East Central won, but our reserves team, just like our varsity, really took a step forward, and they were right in the game all the way to the very end, and I know Coach Walsman was very pleased with the effort they had. So uh, looking forward to continued growth on that ball club. Coach, uh, what will you be able to? What kind of time will you be able to get the kids off over Christmas? Uh, I know you haven't played that many games yet, but uh, Christmas uh, obviously special for all families. So, what kind of timeline can you give them off for that? Right. Well, that it's going to work out very well. We play Chittard on the 22nd, which is Tuesday, so they can take uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which will be 23rd, 24th, 25th off. We'll practice on Saturday the 26th. Obviously, we'll be off on Sunday the 27th. Then we'll practice the 28th, 29th, and play uh, or, uh, Franklin County on the 30th. Uh, and then we'll be kind of back in the swing of things except for uh, uh, New Year's Day uh, and, and uh, getting ready to come back and, and play. Uh, we play Franklin County on the 30th, and then we, uh, we don't play again until the following weekend. So, They'll be able to have a few more days off than we have the last couple of Christmases. We uh, last year played in that tournament in Indianapolis, so uh, we didn't get as much time off at Christmas as, as, uh, as a matter of fact, we played six games over the Christmas break last year, so um, much much better this year. Coach, anything else before we let you go? No, uh, looking forward to continued improvement of our team, and I really think that uh, we're on the right path, and we're going to get back to uh, – to winning basketball here very soon. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family and your team. Merry Christmas to you and your family as well, and we'll talk to you soon. Turn it out. Thank you so much. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dow and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garings, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value Price comfort series to our top-performing Infinity system, Carrier and Garings have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garings, 316 North This holiday season, enjoy the gift of savings from Great Plains Communications. Stay connected with friends, family, and colleagues far and near with our high-speed internet. New residential and commercial customers get a $100 gift card when you sign up for new internet service. Existing customers get a $50 gift card when you upgrade your existing internet. Visit us online at gpcom.com slash holiday-offer. Offer valid through January 8th, 2021. Availability may vary by location and other restrictions apply. 
This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager from Tom Civic Chevrolet Buick, and it is time for our holiday sales event, the GM employee discount for everyone. You pay what we pay. Take advantage of employee pricing on most 2020 and 2021 Chevrolets and Buicks. That's right, employee savings on these Chevrolets and Buicks through January 4th at Tom Civic Chevrolet Buick. Tom Civic Chevrolet Buick, home with a free oil change for life. As always, thank you for shopping at Tom Civic Chevrolet Buick. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRBI. We're back enjoying it. Now's Brian Helge, Bates uh, High School girls basketball coach. Coach, you got that second win against Hauser, and then I had one good half against Jacksonville, unfortunately. A slow start against the Bulldogs in that game. Yeah, we did. You, know, you and I talked last week. I, I'd hope to be able to report a, a, at least a victory here. Uh, kind of coming from last week, and we were able to do that. The girls played uh, really well uh, against Hauser, um, especially uh, in the second quarter. We, uh, you know, we we kind of got off to I would say a, a, a decent start, and then uh, scored 24 points in the in the second quarter, and and that was a, a great effort on on for the girls. They took advantage of some some foul trouble that Hauser got into, and so it was really nice to see to see them take advantage of, of that, and then and then we we just kind of held on from that point on. You know, once we got up about 14 points, I think it was, in the at halftime, and, and and really just played solid, you know, throughout uh, the rest of the way there to get uh, a seven point win against against Hauser, and then. Like you said, um, you know Jackson Dell obviously has a really nice, nice squad again this year, and they've got some experience back. And I would say that's probably one of the reasons why we got off to a little bit of a slow start was they, you know, they jumped out. They were pretty comfortable uh, coming in and playing on the road, and um, you know we kind of struggled a, a little bit from the from on the offensive end. But but in the second half, I, I really, really was happy with the way the girls responded. Um, after after falling behind, and you know we ended up outscoring them um, sixteen to ten in the third quarter. So you know that that just shows you right there that what kind of kids we got. They're not they're not going to quit. They're going to keep playing hard. And you know no matter what the circumstances are, you know we've talked uh, many times before, and we've always talked with the girls that we're going to get great effort from them. And and you know that's that's one of the things that they can control. And and you know that's. Uh, a testament to, to their abilities, you know, to keep uh, keep their heads up and, and keep playing hard. So, um, and then I think we got a little tired in the second half, in the, in the fourth quarter against uh, Jacksonville, and and uh, they ended up uh, spreading it out on us a little bit, and uh, ended up, uh, you know, now scoring. I think it was a 34 point game, which is by far too many points to, to give up. But uh, but the way we responded, I was very pleased. And of course, I listened to uh, part of that ball game, mostly the second half of it. And uh, Scott Smith was not uh, taking it easy on you because he uh, had his regulars on the floor until uh, late in that fourth quarter. So your girls were doing that against their starters. Yeah, and, and you know, I—that's—they I, I, that's, should be. I mean, you, you, understanding that. You know, we don't know what kind of what our schedules are going to look like. You know, there's going to be a lot of games like that this year where um, teams are going to keep, and, and hopefully we're in that situation as well at times. We're going to have to keep our starters in a little bit longer than maybe what we normally would, uh, because you want to make sure that they are gaining experience. You never know what the next week is going to is going to come come up with on the on the schedule. So, 
you want to make sure you get some things worked out. And, and I'm glad I'm glad they they're doing that. They did that because again, you know, this is a team that we want to we want to beat come the county tournament time, and and it always helps if, if we're playing their best uh, the entire time. Coach, uh, who you want to point out uh, had a good week for the Lady Bulldogs. Well, we, we, we on, uh, with, with the Hazard game, um, you know, I really thought Kelly Kaiser did a really, really nice job. Um, you know, she led us in scoring 14 points. Um, she had five steals, uh, out of the post, and then she also had nine rebounds. So overall, that was by far, physically, it was, it was Kelly's best, best effort. And, you know, those are the kind of games that, uh, you know, we hope to see out of those on a little more consistent basis from Kelly, and we know she can do that. Um, we also had um, Catherine Robb, who had uh, ten points and six assists, which you know coming from your from your point guard, that's that's a great combination. And then Sarah also had eleven points and and seven rebounds. So um, you know it was really good to see uh, some girls scoring double figures. Um, so that's that's what we hope we get maybe a little bit more consistently. Um, so the, the Jacksonville game, you know, obviously we only scored thirty points. Probably not the the uh, output uh, that we would always get, but got a really really nice spark from Michaela uh, Granger in the third quarter. She uh, hit three three pointers, she finished with nine points, but you know they were just smooth natural shots. She got a nice little rhythm, and you know that's what we know Michaela can do once she gets her feet set. And you know as long as she doesn't get in a hurry, and uh, which sometimes defenses you know force that issue sometimes, but when she's got her feet set and she's she settled in. Um, yeah, she's as good a shooter as, as we're going to play against as well. Coach, you got a uh, a big week this week. Uh, you got uh, Franklin County, uh, Greensburg, and East Central. Uh, those last two teams, Greensburg and East Central, will obviously be fighting it out for the top. And I think uh, Greensburg just finally getting underway after having problems with COVID. And then Franklin yeah. County. Uh, uh, the first one of those. Talk about those three teams. Well, we got Franklin County first, and that's tomorrow night. And unfortunately, we're still under those darn restrictions for attendance. So, um, you know, we hope that uh, you know the parents can get out and, and watch it. The game last year, but uh, I believe we were there. It was overtime, and you know they've got a lot of girls back. And so I expect it to be a, a, a nice competitive game. You know, we're going to have to play well. Uh, they're good shooters. They like to get their feet set. Uh, they do a really nice job. Of moving the ball on the perimeter, and I think we'll match up okay size-wise with them, which is always a benefit for us. And uh, so we look for a, a really nice home game tomorrow night. Uh, look, you know, looking to, you know, know it's going to be competitive. Um, so we're going to we're going to play well. And then, like you said, we've got a, a tough double coming up. Uh, I just found out tonight, though, that got a, a a little simpler from a from a scheduling standpoint. We're not going to be able to play East Central, but we are going to go to Greensburg on Friday night. So we'll get that one in for sure. And then uh, East Central uh, was not able to play on uh, on Saturday with us, so we'll uh, we'll look for another opponent. I've reached out to a, a couple. I've got officials and. And uh, so we're, we're looking to maybe fill that spot on the on the schedule, but if not, we'll get East Central uh, rescheduled for later in the year. Coach, I know you had uh, a memo out today on uh, Saturday because of the uh, the number of games that are going to be played even that way. So t- tell us what that memo was about today as far as Saturday's uh, schedule. 
what we've done, normally that's a boy girl double header. Those are with East Central on, on Saturday, and that's, that's always a big, uh, a big night for us where the boys and girls play in the main gym and back to back, and then we normally go to another gym or the auxiliary gym. Um, but with uh, all the precautions that we're taking, uh, right now, we were forced to split those games up a little bit so we can clear gyms between, uh, between games. And uh, in order to do that, we've moved the uh, boys' JV game to 1 o'clock and the varsity boys to follow. And then the, uh, the girls will play, a, a hopefully, hopefully play a JV game at 6 o'clock and then a, a varsity game to follow, provided we can find a replacement for East Central. Okay, Coach, and we tell uh, continue to uh, watch out for uh, the school memos and uh WRBI for any announcements on what changes might have to be made. There's a lot of changes going on. I, I, I talked to an official this evening that's out here for our freshman game, and he said just today alone he had four cancellations. And that's, that's very unfortunate, but that's just kind of the, the world we're living in right now when it comes to, to high school sports. And, and you know, just keep that, keep seeing the, all your media outlets and the school websites and and I'm sure everybody will, will do their very best to keep everyone updated. And, uh, Coach, the reserves, how did they do this past week? They, they also split. Uh, we, we were able to, uh, to beat, uh, Housen, uh, and then, uh, I think it was about a 10, 15 point game, and then the girls lost to, to Jacksonville, uh, I believe by, well, it may have been 20. I mean, I think it got up to 20 at the end, but, uh, Madeline Coleman scored 10 points against Housen. That's a nice output for, for her. And then Claire Sainer had nine and then followed up, um, the, the next outing. Claire Sainer had 12 points and six rebounds and also got, uh, six points from Core Deputy and, uh, Olivia Lobb added five. So it was good to get some, some new names in the scoring columns there. And, and they played pretty well, uh, both nights, uh, to be honest with you. Um, obviously you're happy to get a, get a victory and, and so their their outcomes are kind of mirroring what the varsities are. Coach, uh, uh, we'll be talking to you, of course, uh, after uh, the Christmas break. Uh, the county tourney has that draw been made? The county tournament is, is we're still finalizing, um, kind of what's going on. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, Batesville will play South Ripley, and uh, Jacksonville and mine will play. I believe it. I don't have it right in front of me, but. Uh, but there'll be there'll be more information coming up soon in regards to uh, the sites and how we're, how this is all going to get played. So um, obviously with with the the COVID the pandemic situation that uh, there'll be a few changes to to maybe the way it's laid out. But uh, the JV and varsity are going to be playing on on the same nights, uh, so we'll be at two different locations. Uh, outside of that, uh, we'll finish up at South Ripley for the boys and finish up at Milan for the girls. And the coach, I know one of the changes is the uh, Hall of Fame is not uh, going to have a class this year because of COVID-19. So that will not be a part of it this year. And, and I know there's going to be other things, as you said, changed as well. So I know that's part of the changes made in the county attorney this year. Coach, have yeah, a great party. Yep, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say have a great Christmas and New Year's, and we'll talk to you in 2021. Very good. Thank you, Ron. We'll talk to you later.
We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9. Yes, and Dallas streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's This Family week's Pizza. Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to hold your children accountable for their mistakes. Discuss how asserting consequences does not have to come with an attitude but should be firm and direct. This message is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at EisenSFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. gift or flowers you give reflect directly on you. And whatever the occasion, you know George's Floral and Gifts always makes a good impression. So whether it's a wedding, funeral, or just because, turn to George's Floral and Gifts for something that'll make you proud to have your name on the card. We are here for you. We are here for you. Go to georgespharmacy.com. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Bob Brester, uh, Milan Girls Basketball Coach. Coach, I know from a winning standpoint, the uh, Lady Engines are struggling, but how about as far as the game of basketball and your uh, goals and aspirations for them, how are they doing? Well, we, as you said, we are really struggling right now. Uh, the record's setting at 0 and 7, but, you know, the girls are still coming in every day and they're working hard and, uh, you know, they're hungry to get that first win, just like, just like all of us. Um, the, you know, the last three games, we've lost by 45 to New Washington, uh, lost by 15 to Switzerland County, which at one point that Switzerland County game was really close. Uh, and then they hit several threes in a row and opened that up and then, we went down to Southwestern and, uh, they just laid a shellacking on us, uh, another 45 point loss. And that is a really good Southwestern team. They are much improved. Uh, who's playing well for you right now, coach? Uh, talk about those young ladies and who are some of your leaders. Okay. Uh, I've really, uh, I've watched some t- games on tape. I haven't been with the team since November 23rd. I've been out with back surgery, but, uh, oh, watching. From watching the games and talking with my coaches who have taken over, uh, Riley Clark's working really hard at point guard and Audrey Schmidt's working hard in the post. Um, we've got two freshmen that have come up to varsity and they're playing really hard. Uh, both of them big girls, Rachel Holt and Riley Swips. Um, and then we have our two seniors, uh, Olivia Davis. Uh, Olivia's always in there working hard and giving 100%. And then we have Angela King. But I think Angela's been away from the program about as long as I have due to uh, COVID contact stuff and all that good stuff. So hopefully she's going to be back in the near future. Um, and then we have Eleanor Honert, who Eleanor comes in and, and gives us some pretty quality minutes. And uh, that's pretty much our top seven. 
Coach, uh, I, I didn't know you had the surgery. Are you doing well and uh, recovering? Uh, I was doing really well up until about last Wednesday, and I did a little bit too much walking and a little too much standing last Wednesday and overdid it. And uh, so I spent Wednesday, Thursday, Friday flat on my back again, and um, so I kind of put myself back to ground zero. But uh, I'll get back there soon. Uh, my goal is to be back here for the Ripley County Tourney and to finish out the season with the team and do as best we can. Coach, uh, what is what does the Lady Ants have going before the county tourney? Uh, well, we were supposed to play Rising Sun Thursday, and that's been canceled. Uh, then the following week, uh, we're going to go on the 29th to Borden and play Borden. The game is going to be hands full. You're going to have to show up and play hard, or that'll be a loss again. Um and then on January 2nd, we're playing in a little tournament at Shaw. I guess I'm, I'm speculating that tournament's still going to happen. Um, although Shaw, I think to this point has only played one game. So, um, that January 2nd is kind of in limbo. And then we turn around that following Tuesday and come back with Ripley County Tourney. Coach, I know what you're talking about because I was talking to Coach Barman, uh, the start of the show this evening. He said he got a call. Uh, last week from East Central, and he had just uh, found out that the Seton Catholic game he was supposed to play on Friday was canceled. He thought, oh, my goodness, here we go again. The East Central game is going to be canceled. So uh, as a high school principal and a high school coach, uh, you just stay close to your phone, right? Well, um, we've lost three games already. Uh, I think the Rising Sun game will be four, and um, you know, I'm just thankful that what the games we do get to play, that we get to play them because the kids really want to play. Um, uh, you know, the virus is not their fault. Uh, it's just affecting them that way. And, uh, we follow the guidelines pretty well at practice and, and when we're in the gym and, um, hopefully we can continue to play. Yeah, you can be thankful that, uh, they're getting in at all because I know I have a granddaughter who plays basketball and, her traveling season was canceled early, and uh, she doesn't know if uh, the school she goes to is going to be able to play this winter either. They live in Minnesota, and right now everything up there is is canceled uh, as far as indoor sports. So she's in total limbo and as far as that's concerned. At least in Indiana, we're giving it a try anyhow. Oh, I'm sure that's devastating for her. Yeah. Yeah. Coach, uh, the reserves... Uh, uh, I know that uh, you got your numbers were a little better this year, so you got a little bit uh, more girls to play. Have they been uh, playing uh, some good basketball? Well, they're struggling along as well, um, and our JV team is never the same from game to game because we have to move girls up to the varsity. Um, when we went and played Jacksonville at Jacksonville, it was a game that we probably should not have played. Um, we went and played Jacksonville with three varsity players, and the rest with JV players. And, uh, you know, that's just a situation that we're trying to deal with. Well, Coach, uh, thank you so much for being on under the circumstances. And uh, we wish you and uh, your family a, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And let's hope that uh, Bob Rustard is up and going after New Year's and uh, you can get some wind through those Lady Indians. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that very much, and uh, I hope you and Sally have a great holiday season and have a wonderful new year. Thank you.
thank you so much, and we'll be talking to you uh, down the road somewhere. Okay, thank you, Coach. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Most people spend 90% of their time indoors, and half of all illnesses are either caused or aggravated by poor indoor air quality. Call Hurt and Elko, your Lennox dealer. Lennox has innovative products like UV lights, air filters, and air purifiers that can help greatly reduce the pollutants in the air you and your family breathe every day. To find out more about how to improve your home's indoor air quality, call Hurt and Elko at 934-4646. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to hold your children accountable for their mistakes. Discuss how asserting consequences does not have to come with an attitude, but should be firm and direct. This message is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Kevin Moore, uh, East Central Schools basketball coach. Coach, how are the lady Trojans doing? Hi, Ron. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're 6 and 0, so obviously we're very happy about that. Um, ranked pretty highly up in the, in the different polls, number, number 7 overall in the IBCA poll, and then number 5 in the 4A class poll. So, um, uh, as, as Coach Shelby indicated earlier, we're or unfortunately on quarantine right now. We've had some members of the program that, um, that did test positive, so we had to shut it down for a few days. And that kind of um, that hurts a little bit considering how well we have been playing. We've only played two games in the previous 16 days, and, and now we'll play again for another eight. So um, it's, it's not like we're the only team dealing with it, though. So you look across the board, and uh, you'll probably find most teams will either be shut down at some point or have already suffered that multiple times at this point. Coach, uh, who's played well for you so far? Who are some of your leaders? Yeah, I mean, you look at the stat sheet, um, at these, kind of, these two get the headlines. Josie Trabor, sophomore forward, and, and Hope Fox, our junior guard. Those two kids are averaging right around 18 points a game, and uh, Josie averages right around seven, seven rebounds, and four assists and Fox right there as well. So I think those two kids will get the headlines and, and rightfully so because of how well they score it um, at, at all three levels really. Um, but but uh, as we tell the, the girls all the time, it's, success isn't always about who scores the points and, and uh, our program's very proud of how kids buy into roles and um, that that's kind of what we talked about prior to leaving on this whole quarantine is Staying on the floor and earning rolls and minutes is, is about playing hard and, and talking on defense and limiting mental errors. And, and kids like Kyla Maxwell and Charleston McCoury and Emma Erdo, those three seniors that also start, you know, they're not going to blow you away with 
it's the number of points that they score, but the little things that they do for our team um, have certainly added up to helping that 6-0 and start. And then you also add sophomore Julia Tiemann and um, senior Natalie Schnell and then junior Ashley Nobby that come in off the bench and, and do the exact same thing. You know, they, they play their role, and, and that's really what winning basketball is about. Uh, you certainly need kids that can score, and Josie and, and Hope and the other kids can do that. Uh, but but uh, buying into that role and, and just keeping those minutes, earning those minutes by doing the little things. Coach, you've had some big uh, wins. I know the uh, win over Columbus East has to be higher on your list because that's a sectional opponent. Sectional opponent. Um, we were at their place, which is never an easy gym to play in. Um, you now we've you now we've got four wins versus uh, top 64 teams in Columbus East, Heritage Christian, Mount Vernon, and, and Jennings County, who, in my opinion, might be one of the most improved teams in the southern half of the state. So. We've, we've played some quality opponents, and, and uh, there's certainly some more on the horizon for us as well to be tested. Coach, uh, I know you said you uh, have to stay off uh, the court uh, for another week. Uh, what will you have between now and the first of the year as far as games? So next Tuesday we're, we're scheduled to play South Dearborn. That game has been moved twice already, uh, but we're supposed to play on the 22nd versus them. And then... We're hopeful to get one more game in that week, hopefully on the 23rd. Um, if we can make up the game with Bates, feel great. If not, I know Helby is trying to maybe fill a game on Saturday that we're missing. So we've had a conversation with Fishers and some other schools that we may try and play on that Wednesday. But if not, then the next opportunity the kids will get to play will be December 29th and 30th when we go down to Scottsburg for an 18 tournament over a two-day stretch. And who are some of the teams in that? Um, so there's four teams in, in each pool. So it's us, Scottsburg, Evansville, Wright, and Kokomo on one side, and then Bloomington South, Jennings County, Lawrenceburg, and Charleston on the other side. So you play everybody in your pool, and then you'll play a cross pool game depending on you know if you went three and zero, two and one, or or whatever your record is in pool play. Let's hope that they get that in because that'll be a great experience for the young ladies and to be. Uh, good competition as well. Yeah, we're, we're hopeful to do so. Uh, obviously, we won't be able to stay over the night down there just because of the, um, the rules that are in place. But uh, to get four games, hopefully get four games in those two days is kind of similar of a, of a regional feel, a sectional feel as well. So, And then after that, it's kind of an NBA schedule due to the fact that we've been shut down. We've, <laughs> um, we've got uh, Bedford on the 2nd of January. Um, and what could be a top five, top ten matchup at their place. And then after that, we play 12 games in 26 days. So um, we're, we're very fortunate that we have a veteran ball club that can, can handle that. But uh, our kids want to compete, and, uh, and they want to play games just like everybody else does. So hopefully we're able to get as many of those in as we can. Virtually you got a uh, good a number of girls out and some talented girls because it's going to take some good legs to uh, to, to play that many games in that short amount of time. It, it is. I think the term in the NBA is load management. I, I don't think any of them are going to bring that term up to me, um, but, but we definitely <laughs> have to stretch the rotation a little bit more. Coach, how's the uh, reserves and freshman girls doing? So the reserve team have they played five games. Um, they've, they're 5-0, and oh, and to their credit, they've, they've really – won each game kind of handedly. Um, 
there's a lot of talent on that group, and, and there's some kids that are kind of nipping at the heels on, on getting some varsity minutes. But, uh, you know, you got kids like Laney Baker. She's set the scoring record two or three separate times already in five games at the JV mark or at the JV level. So, you know, she's a kid that can hopefully give us some varsity minutes here down the stretch and some other kids as well that, that are dressed in varsity. Um, but the process of, of improvement is different for every player, and they've kind of had to earn their minutes there. And, and uh, you know, that's the kind of a feather in our cap in terms of our program. We've we've always kind of had a reserve team that's able to take kids and move up to varsity and be ready to play when their number's called. And have the freshmen got any games in? Yeah, well, yeah. There's it's a C team um, comprised of freshmen and sophomore, but they've they've played four games, I want to say, and they're two and two. Um, we've tried to get them some JV opponents just as well as C team or, or freshmen as well. So um, they are not quarantined because they practice separately than us. So uh, their season is still going, and, and Coach Packer's doing a really good job with them. It's nice to have that level uh, for girls that, uh, you know, girls do develop uh, quicker than boys normally physically, but it's still some girls it takes uh, that type of play just to get them ready and then maybe by the time they're seniors they can really contribute. Yeah, and, and obviously gives them just another platform to, to compete and, and to play the game of basketball and really that's what high school's about and giving these kids an opportunity to play. And our coach, obviously, with the schedule you got uh, Christmas, you know, give the girls what you can off, but it's going to be pretty hectic probably. Yeah, they've, they've had quite a bit of time off recently already. So, uh, <laughs> they, uh, no, but the, we'll, we'll give obviously the days off there over the holiday. And, you know, obviously that's an important time to be with family. Um, I, I have had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with my family in the last week or so that I typically do not during basketball season. So that's been nice as well. Um, they, uh, I'm glad we have a basement though. I've been able to come down here and escape at times. <laughs> Coach, we want to wish uh, you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and let's hope everybody gets healthy and uh, stays healthy and uh, things start getting uh, a little bit more normal by 2021. We sure hope so, Ron. You, you and Sally have a great Christmas as well. We will, and thank you so much. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at EisenSFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garings, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value-priced comfort series to our top-performing infinity system, Carrier and Garings have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garings 316 North This holiday season, enjoy the gift of savings from Great Plains Communications. Stay connected with friends, family, and colleagues far and near with our high-speed internet. 
New residential and commercial customers get a $100 gift card when you sign up for new internet service. Existing customers get a $50 gift card when you upgrade your existing internet. Visit us online at gpcom.com slash holiday dash offer. Offer valid through January 8th, 2021. Availability may vary by location and other restrictions apply. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. We're back and joining us now, Dan Big Souls boys basketball coach. And uh, Coach, uh, the uh, three teams you played are 11-0, I think, if I count it up right. Uh, but the uh, effort by the Bulldogs this past week was much, much better than the first week. Uh, just couldn't get the ball to go in the hoop yet. Yeah, Coach Raver, it was a it was a really good weekend for the Bulldogs. I know it's strange to say coming off a double loss weekend, but in every category except the scoreboard, the guys really dialed in, concentrated, and then, like you said, had a much better performance than we did the first game of the year, which is expected. We had a full week of practice, dialed down on some things in terms of defensively. I think we've got some we, – we've had a chance to put in our 2-3 zone, which I think fits this team really well with some of the pieces we have with with RJ as a good size, Sam that plays that middle really, really well, Thomas Raver that reads and reacts well and has length, um, Cole Werner's really active, Eli Layton all the way down to our bench, just different guys that can come in and play spots and maybe a little more conducive to them than some of the matchups we'll get into when we're man-to-man. But with that being said, in both games, we, we obviously still played some man-to-man and the effort was much better, probably mostly in regards to just keeping their their uh, player in front of them from a penetration standpoint. I thought against South Ripley, we gave up a lot of, of straight-line drives, straight-line layups, and guys, you could tell on film, and that's what I challenge him with, is, is there was an earnest effort on film. You could tell to, to turn a guy, to keep get their shoulders in front of him and, and at least make him turn. So that part was much improved, and we had I mean, more so on, on Saturday night with Hamilton Southwest, or Southwestern Hanover, who's been averaging in the 80s. We held them to 59, I believe. And it just shows the better effort offensively. Coach, I'm probably most proud of is we had more of a film session Saturday morning after the Lawrenceburg game going into the Han- to the Hanover game than we did even time on the floor. So it was very pleasing when I watched film Saturday night from that game to see things we talked about that that morning burst before shoot-around really make it a marked improvements. Now, on the offensive side, as you said, there's no secret. We're having a, we're having a tough time scoring the basketball. Like I told you guys this morning, I'm just going to keep showing them film, so reinforcing there, and they saw some things on film we need to fix. You saw some that fixed in our practice once we get done with film tonight. And our shooting percentages are not very good. From three-point percentage, we are around that 25% mark. We're about 50% from two. Both those need to go up for us to beat the teams on our schedule. And that comes from a multitude of ways in regards to more shooting. All right, we, we, had a, we had a good segment tonight in terms of shooting. These guys can shoot. So then it comes down to schemes, right guy taking the right shot at the right time. And we talked about that. Because I felt even on Saturday, we were within five to seven points of, of Southwestern Hanover most of the evening until in, the, in mid-fourth. But think of that hump, and we had some shots in there that this is not going to be a team that can take many front-side attacks. What I mean by that is the ball comes down the floor on one side, and we take a shot from that side without ever reversing it. The only caveat that is 
can be to that is maybe a, a, a defense rebound or a steal or a tip, and we're ahead of the we're ahead of the other team, and we're we got a straight line layup. Of course, we'll take that every time we can get it. But if the defense is back and we don't have any sort of advantage at the basket, we got to get the ball reversed. We got to get into offense. We got to work for the great best shot for our team. I think as we do more of that, as we get more comfortable in our half-court schemes and sets and, and different angles that the plays develop from, our, our shooting percentages will go up. Like I told the guys, we had our the practice we had going into this double weekend, we'd had that many practices in a normal year before our first game. So still working on those that lost practice time, and I think that's as much as anything why you saw an improved effort from the Bulldogs from week one to week two is just the increased practice time to work on these things that we need to work on. And we'll continue to go with that route. Um, we're going to work on process. The scoreboard will eventually take care of itself, and these guys are getting great efforts. They're learning quickly. So we'll continue to focus on that process. And as I said, I'm fired up about the weekend. It was a good weekend for the Bulldogs. It's a shame that, that one or two wins didn't come with it with the effort they gave, but we'll get that. We'll eventually get that fixed. Coach, uh, talking about... Uh having to work uh, for good shots. I think uh, over the weekend you went against uh, four six sixes and one six eight, and the uh, base was just not geared for that kind of size to, to be running and gunning with anybody this year. Yeah, and then like you said, that speaks to why we're looking at the zone. I think we can make ourselves bigger than we are in the zone. We can make ourselves faster than we are in the zone. I was fortunate, unfortunate in a way when obviously Brian Hoyne got hurt a few years ago, but because of his injury, we went to a zone that year, and I really studied the learned it from one of Basil Mobby's former assistants. So I think it's just a, a really, really good zone, and these guys are getting better in it every time we do breakdown and segments of it and games at it. So that'll help us. And like you said, we're not going to run. A lot of teams on our schedule want to run and gun, and we saw how that went for us when we played South Ripley in the first game of the year. And that's just not going to be the style of play of this year's Batesville Bulldogs basketball team. But again, I'm going to get these guys trained and tested, and I, and I trust them. They'll know when we come down if, if we do have an advantage, we can attack and get an easy basket. Versus, all right, let's let's put the brakes on, let's get the ball out, let's get reverse, let's create angles, let's get reversals, and get our guys in the best spots for them to have to, for them to have success. And we're getting there. It, it's it's hard. It's hard for teenagers, especially because sometimes you're you have a wide open three point shot got to turn that down at times based on what the score and, and pace of the game is because yeah if it goes in great but the the risk may be even more so in terms of a long rebound and the other team's going for a layup or we go down and give up a foul in a certain situation or quite frankly the guy that has a wide open three has a wide open three for a reason it's because they're not shooting very well from out there and they're being scouted so again how much are we willing to give up of our for our personal game for the team game and that's where I'm pretty excited about this group. I think there's no shortage of, of wanting to do things for the team and the betterment of the team. And they're just also, they're all working so hard because they do want the team to win. And, and I think that's what you see sometimes when we get a little bit ahead of ourselves and then take a shot or, or have an offensive possession we wish we would have back. I think you're still short personnel yet, aren't you, Coach? Well, COVID strikes in many ways. We, um, Alex Seifert is still not back yet. He's been battling some health issues, mono being one of those, and you know what that does to an athlete. That takes quite a bit of recovery time. And then we had most of our guys back Friday, and then Saturday we were missing Eli Pierce, who started the game for us on Friday. And what I mean by COVID strikes in many ways is his brother Caleb, who I taught, 
They've moved their wedding a couple different times, and it was supposed to now be on uh, New Year's Eve. But with the state going to red starting Monday, starting today, their, their facility, they were going to have the reception. Had, it was open Saturday night. And if they were going to have any family and friends there of any any amount, they're both both those kids have big families, they had they, they had an availability, and they had to take it. So we missed Eli on Saturday because he was at his oldest brother's wedding. So, again, just adjust and adapt. We would love to have Eli with us. Eli played well Friday night. But, obviously, there's more important things in basketball, and, a, and an older brother's wedding is one of those things. So, yeah, we um, we just that's, – that's high school basketball. And we've, unfortunately, had enough injuries over the years that Batesville, since I've been coached, have to do that. And now with COVID and contact tracing, they'll be – hate to say it, but there'll be more of it in our future in some regard. But that does take away from rhythm and timing, but I have been re- – I've been pleased in that regard because the guys don't make excuses. They don't give up. One of the, one of the clips I was most happy about today is we should, we were down 14 at the time with about two and a half minutes left against Hanover Southwestern, Southwestern Hanover. And for all intents and purposes, there's a very small percent, percent chance we're going to come back and win that game with the talent they had from a guard handling standpoint, um, explode, offensive explosiveness they had. But the guys never gave up and we've been preaching on no open four layups, no trans, at the best of our ability, no transition points. And RJ did it earlier in the game. Cole Werner did it with about two and a half minutes left. There is a long rebound. They do get ahead of us to the floor. And on film, I showed it from the panoramic view. Cole just goes sprinting up the floor and actually gets a clean swipe and stops the layup. And Friday night, we gave up only two transition points in that game. And then on Saturday, we gave up only four to a very – a team very much like South Ripley that wants to push the ball, has a lot of offensive weapons. So just another testament to the guys giving great effort, and whoever's missing, we're going to have to step up and, and fill that gap, and the boys did a nice job of that. And the hardest opponent not to beat is one that doesn't quit. Now, did that get us a win Saturday? No, but those possessions late games, I don't care if it's a win, I don't care if it's a loss, those possessions late in games where you have to execute and you have to perform will lead you to good places when those refs become become your mode of operation in terms of how you want to play. Coach, you got uh, two games scheduled for this week, uh, Milan and East Central. Let's talk about them. Uh, Coach, before we turn the page, I wanted to talk about a, a little bit about the games this weekend. We did have okay. a, a double-double is, is rare to find in, in high school basketball. And the, the kid on uh, Saturday, he almost had a triple-double. Um, but on our side on Friday, we had Thomas Raver with 20 points and 11 rebounds. And you just don't see that very often. So really, really good effort by by Thomas and did a multitude of ways from from attacking to and just driving hard to the basket and getting and getting finishes at the rim to he had four three point shots. He had um and then had some post moves and just some some of those plays he can make with his skill set. And so that was a that was a special performance. And then we had RJ's been RJ's been consistent with us. He's averaging right there at that ten point a game mark. So he had a good weekend for us. Sam Vaguely bounced back Friday or Saturday. He did not have a very good outing Friday and like you said, Friday he was up against six six and six eight. And Sam now, with that being said, that was only on the offensive end. Sam had only had four points, but he had a tremendous impact on the game in terms of just his activity defensively and how kinetic energy has, his quickness, his anticipation inside. So those guys continue to continue to lead us, but as we look ahead towards the weekend, we have 
it doesn't get any easier. You've got you've got two teams that have a lot of the personnel back and the bulk of their scoring. And on on Thursday at Milan, I think I, if I count right on the roster, they've got ten seniors. So a handful of those guys, Asherman and Norman and Wirt, those are names you've heard now for three years. Um, so very very talented group. They played a tough schedule. They started the year at Bloomington South. They played East Central. They just got their first one of the year at Monrovia, which Monrovia has had a really good run the last few years. They won that game by two. So uh, played South Decatur tough. So Milan's a team that's that much like we have seen so far. They're going to want a fairly free flowing game. Um, they've got plenty of offensive weapons and they want to use them. So it's going to be our task there is if we can instill our will on them and learn a little bit from Saturday's game where things got going a little bit too fast for us. And then we, we got behind and we couldn't get quite back over that hump. And then Saturday, it definitely doesn't get any easier. You want to talk about size. we got to go up against a D1 recruit, football recruit, and um, the big fellow from East Central, Collinsworth. And then we've got, they've got Rohrbacher, who's averaging right at 30 points a game. Um, he is filling it up, and he's doing it at all three levels from – from jump shots out deep to pull-up jumpers to getting all the way to the basket, being able to be a nice finisher. So that'll be that'll be quite the challenge. But we've had some practice at it. Like you said, we've had to play some perimeter players, and we've had to face that size, and we'll get both of those in abundance on Saturday. Coach, before we talk to you again, you got the Batesville tournament. Who's in that? Right now, if everything stays on track, and knock on wood, it looks like it's going to. That'll be a buzzsaw of a tournament, but I'm happy to get something hosted here at Batesville with our new auxiliary gym upstairs. We finally have the capability to do some of those things. It's just a shame it won't be with with fans. It's a one-day tournament, so we'll duplicate that regional format. We'll have two morning games and we'll have two evening games in regards to a consolation and a championship. But we have a couple of teams that were on our schedule, and we're just moving to a, a tournament format with Whiteland. He's had a good start to the season. Jennings County, who just beat East Central in double overtime, and has, has had a really good start to their season. And they were young last year and, and played well near the end of the season. And then we rounded out as we as a few teams thought they were going to be able to be in it, and then finally we were able to get somebody to secure a spot, and that's Bishop Chittard out of Indianapolis, so a private school up in Indianapolis. So the Bulldogs will have their uh, their hands full in the, in the in the Batesville tournament, no doubt. Coach the reserves. How did they do this past week? Uh, Coach Gherkin had a had a really good weekend. They they won a nice game on Friday and, and led quite a bit of that game, most of the way of that game. Then it was, it was the opposite on Saturday, where they trailed most of that game. And and I obviously as we lose Eli, that shuffled some guys, so they'd lost their two wing scores for a couple quarters each with Alec Bunzemeyer and Cody Moore. But those guys. Did their part. Other guys stepped up and just, they got a tough win. They got a tough win, and you're going to love this. Brady Westerfeld, one of our juniors, there was a um, fouling situation. So uh, Southwestern Hanover was able to foul to try to stop the clock, make us re enter it, et cetera. And we finally got a shot off as they were trying to foul. The assistant blow the whistle. So Brady, instead of just standing and watching, really hustled, went after a rebound and got fouled as he was trying to go back up with the shot and we're down one at that point i think there was four seconds left no more than five the first free throw was a little rattler he rattled that one in but that's the one that takes all the nerves so then the game's tied he, he hit a second free throw and brady's a really good shooter so he hit that second free throw very purely 
and had a play a couple things of a couple possessions of defense. We knocked the ball out of bounds once. They had to re-enter. I think we had ultimately stole it at the final possession, and and they get themselves a really nice win to stay undefeated. I'm talking to you now from the Bulldog room, and with 22.8 seconds left, the freshman Bulldogs are up 39-31 against Jennings County. So they're going to hold on, and, and they're going to stay undefeated. I think each of our middle school teams, if I'm not mistaken, are each hitting there with only one loss each, as they've dealt with those two levels have dealt with some contact tracing here in this stretch. So very, very, very proud of the program. The coaches that are working in the program are doing a great job, and the uh, younger guys learn from our older guys in terms of just work ethic and coachability and and just doing their best, and it's resulting in, in wins at all levels there for us. Coach, best of luck this week, and uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year to you and your family and your team, and uh, we'll be talking to you in 2021. Same to you and Sally, Coach. Will you be at break, or you pretty much got you guys being separated? We're being separated. We're going to see them uh, by uh, a Zoom on uh, Christmas Day, so we will be able to see them open their presents, but... Uh, they're in a state that's also battling the COVID, and uh, they, they're afraid of uh, coming from Minnesota down here. So we're going sure. to have a Zoom Christmas this year. We're all learning things new, aren't we? But you guys in yes, we, I wish you the best, Coach. You too, and uh, we'll talk to you, as we said, uh, at the beginning of the year. Sounds good. We will be back for a final word after this word from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dow and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager from Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick, and it is time for our holiday sales event, the GM employee discount for everyone. You pay what we pay. Take advantage of employee pricing on most 2020 and 2021 Chevrolets and Buicks. That's right, employee savings on these Chevrolets and Buicks through January 4th at Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick. Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick, home with a free oil change for life. As always, thank you for shopping at Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We're back, and we thank you for joining us this evening. We thank uh, John and the crew at WRBI for keeping us on the air. We want to thank... Uh, our coaches are uh, being with us tonight. I know they're putting up with a lot of stuff uh, besides just trying to play basketball this year, as you heard from them. And, uh, first of all, Brester's uh, with his own problems with his back, so a lot of problems there. Uh, this is our final show for 2020. So we're going to take a two-week break for Christmas and New Year's. We will be back on January 4th with uh, Coach's Corner. We want to thank our sponsors. We are delivered, of course, by and Family Pizza. We are also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Bearings Incorporated, Tom Civic City Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy, Medical, and Floral, Hearden Elko, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free Bake Sale. We wish all of you listening in 
a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And Audrey, make sure you get your homework done. Good night, everyone. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at WRBIRadio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.